loading. All right, and we're live. Well, welcome. It is Monday, which means that it's been about 24 hours since episode two of the Caucus Challenge has dropped. And it were, it's, it's explosive, it was drama, there was chaos and scheming, and I have three of our castmates to dive into this episode. I have the king himself, Dre, the Dre Media is here. We have Janice and we have Oscar. And so I want you guys to introduce yourself. Dre, you were here last week, but Janice and Oscar, I wanna give you guys a chance to introduce yourself, say hi to everybody. Um, so let's go ahead and start with Oscar. Hey guys, I'm Oscar. Um, you guys might know me from the Caucus Challenge that my brother does on Dre Media. Um, I'm known as the person to really pop off in people and like say whatever's on my mind. And I'm excited to be here and to talk about this season. We are so excited to have you. I, I'm always an Oscar stand on all the old seasons of Caucus Challenge and it's so good to see you back. You. Uh, welcome Janice, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great. I'm Denise. Uh, uh, you know me from two seasons of TLWL and now my first season of the Caucus Challenge. Um, from TLWL, you see me more on my quiet side, but um, as you can see, if you watch episode two, you can see a different side of me. Oh, we're definitely going to talk about that different side of Janice a little bit later in the interview. Andre, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this for us. Um, the season is just getting started and episode two was spicy. So I'm ready to talk about it because there's a lot of behind the scenes. Oh, it was spicy and our audience is spicy as well. We already got JT chiming in saying big mouth Janice. Are you kidding me, JT? Come on now. Come yeah. on now. Support your girl. Support your girl. All right, well, we, we have some viewers watching us and let's get into it. So what's so interesting about this cast that I love is that I know some of the people, Janice, I've had a chance to meet you. And so it's really cool seeing you go into this season. But, you know, a little bit of behind the scenes rumor is that you were an alternate going into the season. So explain to me how you even got into this season of the Caucus Challenge. I was an alternate. I was not supposed to be involved in this season. Um, I did not want to be involved in this in this season, um, mostly because I think it was said before, this is JT's game, like, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to step in this area. And then Dre called me up and was basically like, "You know the girl," and like, "Are you down?" And I can't tell my sister wife no, so <laughs> I, was, I had to do it. Well, clearly it's, it's only been two episodes, but you've already made an impact on this season. And I'm so excited just to continue to dive into that. Oscar, so you've been, what challenge is this for you? Is this challenge five for you in the Dre Media series? Um, I'm not even sure. It's hard, like I've lost count because I, I don't know. I just kind of do them. I was actually an alternate too. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to be in the season originally until like, no, no, I found out pretty early that I was going to be in the season, but I originally wasn't supposed to be. So he declined. <laughs> that's some that's some family drama right there. But it's really cool to see. It was so funny because like I watched, you know, I binge watched the old seasons of Caucus Challenge, and all of a sudden you see this like little kid in the back, like coming out of nowhere, Oscar, and you're like, I don't know what he's going to do. And all of a sudden you held your own in those confessionals. You were always just my favorite person to watch in confessionals and compete. And time and time again, we see you make it far and prove to, your, prove to everybody why you deserve to be on the caucus challenge. So it's cool seeing you back and now you're the same size as everybody else. So it's like, you know, you're, you're ready to fight. And so that's, that's really, really awesome. Dre, what season is this for you? This is my third season, I think. Yeah, my third season. So I have a question because I know you have passion for hosting and you also are obsessed with these games and love to play in your competitive. Yeah. What, what do you like better? Do you like hosting better? Do you like playing hosting, better? Hosting 100% because hosting, like if you first, I just like having control. I'm a good cameraman. I know the angles. I know what I'm doing. So when I put it in other people's hands, 
I don't really know what the end product is going to look like. And I just got to work with what they give me, really. So thing is 100% better. I don't have to sweat. I get to watch them do all the nasty hard work. And I sit back, chill, get some good content and laugh. It's it's a blast hosting. It's, also, it's very fun playing because I'm very, I live and breathe the challenge. But 100% hosting is way easier and more of my forte. Love it, love it. So, the show goes easier when he hosts too. Yeah, like everything goes more smoothly. That's awesome. That is so cool. I mean, I, honestly, whether you're hosting or playing, every season looks, at least from the viewer's perspective, looks like it's going smooth smoothly. So that's great editing, great team involved with the whole process, great cast as well. And speaking of this cast, we have some game players. I love how in this episode, it was really packed with strategy, good competition, drama, and it gets right into it. We have a lot of strategy between um, the, the game players leading into the challenge, but I want to talk about uh, your guys' strategies. It's, it's like specifically, Janice, when you were doing the partner pick uh, last round, last episode, the rookies won the challenge, so you were able to pick your partner. So describe to me, what is the main reason you did not want to be on JT's team? Um, I, it was a mutual agreement between JT and I that we were not going to be partners. We knew it was just best for us to, for it to be that way. Um, in my eyes, if we're both competing separately, that's two chances for us to win. Um, so that's an extra team that we have an alliance between. Um, so we don't have to worry about that on that aspect. And then say I was to get sent home or JT was to get sent home, we're competing for a cash prize. So at least one of us is bringing home money. It's about the bag. It's about the money. Exactly. At the end of the day, you're going out to a dinner, and that's the plan, right? Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. Oscar, on the other hand, Andre, you guys didn't get even uh, a say in who was – your partner, Oscar, how, how did that make you feel in that moment? Were you anxious a little bit when you're like, is this person going to choose me? I don't, how did you feel in that moment waiting to get picked? Yeah, I was nervous and I was kind of mad at my brother, Andrew, for a minute because if I would have known, like he chose to be the captain because I feel like he had like a sense, like if we won, he would have, we would have been able to pick first. So I got mad at him because I was like, no wonder you wanted to be captain because you wanted to be the first pick. So I, that's what I was thinking about first. And then I was nervous to be picked by some, by one of the girls, but then like, I don't think any of the girls were bad this season. So yeah, I was nervous, but I knew any partner I got, I was going to do good. So was, did you, Dre, were you <laughs> panicking a little bit? Yeah, like I, because the rookies weren't talking to us at first. Like, my plan was to talk to the rookies before, and I was gonna try. Once I saw that Lance was the captain and Ava was captain, I like, I kind of was two steps ahead of everybody. So, as same as Lance, like we knew it was gonna play in uh, in the future of the game. So, I was like, okay, should we throw it or should they throw it? And realistically i think that the rookies winning uh yeah it was like fucking mind-blowing to all of us because first of all i did not expect them to win that's number one number two they didn't talk to us after they spoke to each other first so we were just sitting around and we didn't have any power but what i liked about the rookies winning is they've 90 percent of them have watched the show so they know what who they're picking if we would have won all we had to base off of was that run up the hill and a puzzle that only two of them could do. And we weren't able to watch them do the puzzle. So I don't really know who did what until I saw the episode. But I was freaking out because uh, when, I, when we were like getting ready to go into the challenge, realistically, my two options, I was like, I don't want Sarah and I don't want Camilla. Like, they're going to be weak. Like, they look like they're weak. Um, I wanted Janice or Ava. And then after Ava did that run, I was like... Uh, <laughs> she better not pick me. She better not pick me because once I once we did the first competition, I knew it was Janice for first pick and Camilla for second. But there was no other option. Sarah would have been okay, but I just felt like I could work with Janice and Camilla the best. 
Awesome. Well, it worked out for you guys because Janice and Dre obviously are a pair, and Oscar was chosen by Sarah, who is also just new to this series. Oscar, did you know Sarah before um, you guys went into the challenge? Yeah, so Sarah, Camilla, um, and Nevin, we all go to high school together, so yeah. we all know each other. That's also another reason why I wasn't nervous. Like, I knew what they were capable of. So when Sarah picked me, it was great because we already are friends out of the game. So we were basically on the same page the whole time, and we both had our eyes on the prize. Chemistry in a duos game is one of the most important things. And we see that as we get into the first challenge, ball brawl. And this was a hell of a first challenge. Like way to start the season off with a head banger. Were you guys, when you were getting explained the challenge, were you a little nervous uh, going into like a immediate, like physical challenge? Everyone is eager to get their hands on somebody and win the first challenge. Janice, were you a little nervous at all going into it? What were you thinking? Well, when, because we didn't really know what we were doing prior, but when we got handed the um, mouthpieces, I was like, whoa, what are we doing that I could possibly lose my teeth? Like, this is not okay. Like, what did I sign up for? Um, but then I was like, oh, I guess look, this is what I have to do. I just, have to put that in the back of my head. Like, it's whatever, I'll be okay after in the long run. I just gotta get it done right now. Yes, and Oscar, I bet this was a moment for you because every other challenge season, you were half of the guy's size and now you're finally like, were you excited or were you a little nervous? I was scared because this was the first time I was like, finally everyone's size and like, it was like a fair chance for me. And not that it wasn't a fair chance before, but like I actually felt like I can do my best now. So I was nervous because I feel like everyone thought or thinks that I could do all these physical and like these chat, like I'm not as physical, like I'm not strong at all. So. I don't know about least, that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, the, like I don't work out, I, <laughs> like I don't lift weights. I don't do what half of these people do. So even though I'm their size, I was still kind of nervous. And Dre, going into that first challenge, I bet I knew, I know, I saw your face immediately. You were hyped, huh? Yeah, I was so excited because the, the only downfall, okay, once we got explained the rules, I was hyped. When I heard it was physical, uh, asked Janice, I kept telling her, I was like, I don't care, just try. I was like, just try. That's all I want in a partner. I know like you're smaller. I'm like Oscar said, I don't work out. I, I'm not the fit. I'm not the fit person that everybody's scared of. I'm just lucky to be 5'11 and thick body, big body, you know, like other than that, I don't, I'm not a physical really threat. Um, but I was really excited because I knew that no one was going to touch me. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm so well aligned. Like we don't have to worry about a thing, but of course, worst case scenario happened and we had to fight with someone for a ball. So Other, you, if we would have gotten a ball, we would have not been touched ever. <laughs> you were on like the strategic side of things going in. And honestly, like the other side, I, I feel like this competition was the perfect way to start the season because it snapped everybody into, a, oh, we're playing this game. Like this is serious. I love one of my favorite parts of the episode was when JT tripped Tex after um was it i think it was lance who got away with the ball and um j and texas like oh jt trip me jt trip me and everyone's like it's a game it's a physical elimination yeah. oscar i know you got so you lost your shoe your shirt got ripped tell me about did you get any bruises after this challenge how did you walk oh, away yeah my shirt was completely ripped on the side i lost a shoe um, I woke, we filmed for three days. This was the first time we ever filmed for three days. We usually film once. And by the, like, last day of filming, I was just, I was dead. I couldn't, I woke up with so many bruises on my legs. I didn't even, I, I don't, it was a rough weekend. Yeah, you definitely fought hard and you got your own ball as well. And I, I was, I was rooting for you too, always, you know, I always, 
I, I try not to be biased, you know, but I, I root for my, I have my own favorites going into it, being a fan of the series. Uh, now, we cannot talk about this, this challenge without diving into the explosion that happened. I want to shout out some friends in, uh, some fans and friends in the viewers lounge over here. Clayton says, love the episode. Great competition. I agree. I agree. And then also Clayton point, points out a little spoiler, but I'm not going to post it up here because if you didn't catch it, you didn't catch it. That's it. And then shout out to William Yelton. Uh, what a, what a, what a guy. I miss you. We need to hang out really, really soon whenever you're back in California. Um, I, I could talk about what happened with, with the drama, but I think that it might be better if we just take a look for ourselves and watch it play out on screen. You can see the footage. I made a comment because I lost because she was choking me out. I didn't lose because she was better than me. I didn't lose because she, she got the ball because she didn't. I lost because she was choking me out and I made the comment and I guess she got her a little bit mad. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was not expecting for Janice to get crazy. And I don't think anybody else was really expecting that either from Janice. So Janice, what was the moment that set you off? When did the switch flip? Please walk us through your thought process. Um, I think the moment where it went from, okay, I'm competing and I'm going to do what I can to win, to me, like, all right, now this is too far. And, like, I, I was done with it at that point, um, was when the challenge was over and she just kept running her mouth. Okay. Like, in my head, I was like, are you mad? Like, what is the point? Like, you know what you signed up for, but yet you're still making comments. And then not only are you making comments, you're making them off to the side. You're not saying them to me. And if we all know me from TLWL, not something I take lightly. I don't like comments when they're not said to me. Like, if you're going to be try to be big, then be big in my face. You want to approach it head on. You want to just deal with the conflict and go at it. Now, Dre, this is your partner out there. Your partner is out there. Like you said in your confessional, everything that she does also impacts you. What was going on in your mind as you're watching your partner about like ready to charge up on Sabina and get in a fight? I was like, the final is slipping away because my perfect, like I was so aligned, so good. Like I had my hand in everybody's drawer. Um, no one was gonna like, We. it wasn't until Janice got into that altercation and I said it to her, I'm like, she's popping off and I'm like, Janice, enough, let's go. Like we won, like now we just have to get into the trifecta and send her ass in, that's it. Like, it was not until then that we had to win because up until that altercation, I don't think we really needed to win. Going into the first challenge, I know you you thought you were like set socially, strategically. Not one person has been eliminated yet and you're like already watching your dream of the final slipping away. Now, Oscar, on the opposite side of things, you know, from a gamer's perspective, this could be great for you. You're like, okay, I don't want to go into elimination. Let somebody else get some drama on their hands. What was, what were you thinking as a viewer watching it? Um, honestly, I was more on Janice's side, obviously, because obviously me and Sabina don't have the best history on the challenge. 
And it was great in the game. Like I was like, okay, great. Like Sabina's going to be focused on getting someone else out instead of me. Like she can like go after Janice now and that's just someone not going after me. So it was great in that way. But I was just hoping that I was obviously aligned with my brother and Janice. So I was just hoping that, you know, they kept it cool because honestly, like Sabina wasn't worth fighting for like Sabina that's how the best way to to like get to Sabina is just to avoid her like mm. ignore her and that's it so when Janice kept going and I was like oh my god like this is fueling Sabina like this is just gonna like make her want to get to her like want to get to Janice more and I was just hoping that Janice could you know back up yeah. her and watching and watching it back I'm gonna say this too like not even gonna lie two things one sabina is a whole different play a whole different person when she's playing because sabina is cool outside of the challenge but in the challenge like especially after that i was like all right chill out and fucking steven like literal chihuahua in the corner like i didn't even watch it i didn't even notice until i watched the episode like this man is like calling the girls bitches and yapping his mouth but Bro, you didn't even touch a ball. Like, talk to us when you are on our level of competing. How about that? And you exactly. Can, I, I, yeah, I wish we had someone from the opposite side in this. In this, I might have to use the mute button a little bit if we had someone on the opposite side. I love this series, and I was talking to Dre earlier about this because we were talking on the phone, and I said, "I just watched episode two last night. I was rewatching it again today, and I, I told him, I said, what I love about this series." is how competitive everybody is. It's so, it's what really makes for a good season when people are competitive. And I wanted to ask Oscar too, because I could be wrong, but you know, I've seen other seasons of the Caucus Challenge. W weren't you and Sabina partners in an in a old season of the Caucus Challenge? Sadly, yes. And that's how I know that the best way, like it's it, Sabina, it's either you're gonna do it her way or there's no other way. And that's why we're not good together because she, like for the last time, um, it was rivals that we were together and she wanted to quit. And she would she was holding that against me. Like if we don't do, if we don't vote this way, if we don't give our vote to this person, like I'm quitting, I'm going home. So I had to do what she wanted. And she just doesn't stop running her mouth no matter what it is. Like, she wants the last word. So now I've just learned, like, ignore her, let it be, and just stay mute because you're not going to get to her. Her head's just too high in the clouds. To give credit where credit is due as a fan of the show, I will say Sabina can compete. She can compete her butt off. She proves it in elimination in these challenges. So Dre, knowing that you you know you're the creator of the series, knowing that Sabina is a strong competitor, did that kind of intimidate you at all with this conflict? No, because I think the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And Sabina, as she's a she's a beast and she's a monster, but you can't you can't uh win a game running your mouth at the end of the day like i said i felt that i was very well aligned i knew what my partner was capable of especially after the first round i knew no matter what we were put up against janice and i both have heart and i think that's the most important thing in the game and you're going to see that throughout the series people give up and when people give up that's when the weak teams the small people the Bigger, slow, whatever you want to call everybody, show out because you don't have to be the uh, smartest person. You don't have to be the strongest person there. You just have to have heart. And that, me and Janice were there to fucking win, and we had heart. So. And you could definitely tell it in the performance. We have some love from the viewers and a, a, a fellow cast member, King Lance, says he's a Janice Stan. We got tons of Janice love always, always, always. And he also pointed out, which leads me to our next question. He says, it was Steven in the background for me. I know we touched on it earlier. Janice, could you hear Steven in the background or were you so fire focused on bad out with Sabina? 
No, during the during that I did not hear him in the background, but I guess that just goes to show how irrelevant he is to my playing tactics. Um, cause like my partner said, he was like a chihuahua in the corner. Like you got a lot of bark, but where's your bite? Now, Oscar, these are your friends. You go to you go to high school with these people. Were you a little nervous? hearing them thinking holy cow i see two sides dividing and i have to pick one um kind of i was just nervous that yeah basically i but if i had to pick one side it would definitely be more of the people i went to school with like that side because no offense to my brother and like denise just because they had a lot of numbers, like all the newbies, like they wanted to stick together and they wanted to get out the vets. Like in my opinion, like even watching these first two episodes, I like you can see that they all had like a tight connection. So I feel like I had all the numbers on that side. So I think I would have had to stick with that side. Oh, speaking of sides, the viewers also have sides. Kristen says, Bro, Steven getting into girls' drama is a big no for me. Like, stay in your lane and watch your mouth. Kristen, I I have to agree with you on that. I do try and stay unbiased. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe he was just trying to get that, that screen time and chime in or feel. I don't know. Christine, Kristen says, I'm sorry he irked my soul. Lance says, interesting, Oscar. He says, interesting that you say that. I, I see Dre your face when um, he made that response. Do you have a rebuttal to that or a response to which side he would pick? Yeah, um, I would hope he would have picked my side, but- um, In that moment that, I'm talking about like in that moment when they were arguing, I'm not gonna speak further into the season or anything that was right. not released yet, but in that moment, that's how I was feeling and that's what it would have come to. Another another um, social kind of construct in the game was the sibling relationship that we saw kind of have its first hint of drama with Damaris getting a little confused, a little frustrated. But what I loved is that you can kind of, she didn't really call you out, Dre. She was like, we discussed this. She tried to say it discreetly, which kind of hints to like her loyalty. But what did you, did you, did you see the family ties kind of falling apart a little bit through this challenge? Hell yeah, I was so fucking mad when she yelled. She didn't even say it discreetly. She literally yelled at the end of the challenge. First, she was yelling at me during the challenge. I couldn't hear her, but obviously watching the episode, she's cursing me out while Janice is fighting Sabina. And she's like, what the F? She's like, now I'm coming for you. She's like, now I'm coming for you guys. And I couldn't hear her, but like watching back, I'm like, what are you even saying? And then once it's over, she's like, I'm never trusting you. You're a liar. Great. Call me a liar in front of everybody on the first challenge. Like, then you hear JT and everyone in the back, like, what are you guys talking about? So she blew up our own little, like, sibling, whatever was going on. Because the whole time I was trying to tell people, yeah, like, I'm not aligned with my sister. I'm just not going to say her name. I'm just not going to say her name. And she's like, you liar. I'm like, okay. Yeah, uh, that really frustrated me, not going to lie, because like what did she I, obviously she misunderstood the what i said but realistically think about it hey damaris protect all my friends i'll protect all your friends we might as well just all sit there and play kumbaya because the only team we could go after at that point would literally be ava and Beato, because everybody else had a friend of ours on the team damaris doesn't really understand that part of the game she doesn't understand like the social part of the game yeah, our sister's not there to strategize, and she's not there to make friends. She plays with her friends, whoever her friends are in real life, that's who she plays with, and she stays out of drama, and she just shows up. She doesn't care to strategize. She doesn't care to fight with you. She's just going to put you in your place when it's time. That's really it. The Oscar and I are there for everything. We love the drama. We love stirring the pot. We love strategizing. So, And you could tell. And Janice, do you have anything to add at all? I, I um, that, that argument, it kind of confused me because, you know, I love Mara, she's a great person. Um, but at that point, it's like, are you asking your partner to, are you asking your brother to not defend his partner just so he can defend your alliance? Like, she's not even your partner. 
but you want your brother to defend him and not his partner. So I was just confused at that point, but you know, that's a sibling sibling thing and not my place. So I just stood out of it. Yeah, and bef before we move on, I wanted to go ahead and plug in Dre Media a little bit. If you are just joining us or you don't know too much about the Caucus Challenge or Dre Media, what are you waiting for? What are you doing? Go ahead and go check out mm -hmm. Dre.media on Instagram, on YouTube, Dre Media, and start your binge watch because you're going to fall down a rabbit hole and become obsessed like everybody else. Um, so after this challenge, I was going to say, you could really tell that pe some people are there to just like physically compete and some people really brought in the strategy. I noticed Lance bringing a lot of strategy into this competition with targeting Ava and Beato and everyone's kind of on board with that and just making sure that Janice, your legs cross first up on that finish line. It really helps to have strategic players in the game because Sometimes just physicality alone is not going to get you into the trifecta, which we have half of the trifecta in this interview with us today. Oscar, congratulations on your first trifecta win. On your first, it's like your first like individual like challenge win or like first place, if, I, if I'm correct. How did that feel for you? Pretty good. It felt good to like, um, not relax, but just seem to like have peace of mind knowing that I'm at least safe for the first round. And I was really proud of myself and my partner, Sarah. Um, I really doubted myself and I, that's something I need to work on is that I need to remember, like, I'm not a little kid anymore. I came here to compete just like everyone else and I could hold my own. So, you know, winning the first challenge, it felt good. And it also made me feel like I like proved myself to everyone that like they need to take me serious this time and like I'm not gonna be a pushover, I'm not gonna be an easy way out. Um, and kind of just like a warning to everyone to watch out. Yeah, Kristen from the audiences, don't doubt yourself, you got it. And I, I, I hope you end up in the trifecta more often, it's a good look on you. And it's so cool to see you just have that confidence and just kick but in your first challenge back after so many years. And Janice being a rookie coming into the season, getting in the first trifecta, I know that had to have felt good right after the whole brawl with Sabina. It definitely felt good. I was like, tell me please. Um it was it was pretty it was it did feel good. Like who wouldn't want to like going in and I know if you watch episode one you can see that like I was nervous. I quite literally said I was pooping my pants, like not literally, but like that's how it felt. Like I was so nervous and I didn't have as much confidence as I should have had based off my performance. Um, but you know, once I was in the moment, I was like, like, look at this, my, look who my partner is. Like he's yeah. Mr. Media. Look who my boyfriend is. He's he won his rookie season. Like there was no way I could not go in and just kick ass. Did it? Did it kind of help you set a new mindset for yourself going into the rest of this challenge? Like, hey, maybe I can do this. Um, it did. It was a confidence booster. Um, but I didn't want to let it get to my head mm. because, and I tell it to JT all the time: when you become cocky, that's when it comes back to bite you. Yeah. So that's one thing I did not want to let happen. Awesome. And Dre, going into that first challenge, winning the being a part of the first trifecta, sorry, of the first challenge, were you a little nervous having to make some power moves with how connected you are to everybody? Um, no, I I think that Sabina um kind of made it easy for me because if if we didn't have that altercation, I wouldn't know what to do who to throw around in the, um, like in the tribunal and the trifecta, I wouldn't know who to say. Um, realistically, the only issue with Sabina, like the only hard time I had was that she was with Josh. And I wanted to run a final with Josh because no shade to Josh, but I know I could beat Josh. Um, okay. And I just felt like if it ever comes down to a physical elimination or a physical one-on-one -on -one challenge, then I could handle my own against Josh. So 
I did not want to, um, what's it called? I was not like nervous. I knew who I was going to say. And realistically, it, it was like kind of fate that Janice and Sabina had to go after each other because it was it was like, all right, we have a golden ticket now. There's no, until they're in the game, until they're out of the game, there's no, we don't need to get blood on our hands. Like it was perfect. So for everyone who's watching and has no idea what a trifecta is, uh, can you describe what a trifecta is or does, Dre? Yes. So the trifecta is the top three teams of uh, every challenge. Um, they are immune from elimination, and they then get to deliberate privately and nominate three opposing teams. That's all we know so far. Um, they get to nominate three of the teams of the remaining teams to go into elimination, and somehow one of the teams is going to go in. So, does one pair from the trifecta nominate their own individual teams, or is it a vote? Or do we not get to know that yet? Um, so, I, so me and Janice, for example, like we're one, we're one vote. Like she can't put someone, I can't put someone. We both agree on a team and nominate. Right, and then. Um, like Opera and Sarah would nominate another team, just like they yeah. would nominate somebody. And we have a third party in the trifecta that's not here right now, but it's Deja and Lance, who are both big personalities, big players, big into strategy. Janice, how did you feel about the chemistry of who was in the trifecta? Were you happy with the trifecta? Was there anybody you were a little bit nervous about being in the trifecta? I was happy with the trifecta. My alliances were in the trifecta. Like two of my three alliances were in the trifecta. So you know it couldn't have worked out um, better. Really, I um, was not. Deja and Lance are a team that I would rather have on my side than to be going against. Yeah. So I was happy they were there, um, and I was happy to have Oscar there because I just. Like it's been said so many times, but Oscar really proved himself. Yeah. And uh, I just, I couldn't be happier for him. Like I thought that that's where he belonged in that moment. Thank Oscar, being, uh, being on the opposite side of kind of things, you have that connection to your brother. You have that connection to some of that side being a vet. Um, did you kind of get a little nervous not having any of your high school alliance in the trifecta? How did you feel being the only kind of like voice for that crew? Well, I had Sarah with me. So she, I, we go to high school together. So I had her, but honestly, it was new. Like, since they're new to the game, like they didn't really, they don't really know how it works yet. Mm -hmm. So like, I wasn't worried about them getting mad at me. I wasn't worried about them thinking I was going after them or anything like that. But, um, I just wanted to mention really quick, cause you just said like the connection with me and my brother and like us three as siblings, it gets so annoying when people, especially when they're saying it, like they're like the day of filming when they're like, oh, this isn't fair. Cause you three are siblings or you only make it to this, like this far cause you're siblings and this and that. And that's not the case at all because if we really want it, like we can all play separate games, but like if we think about it, if we were to play separate games, it wouldn't be smart because it wouldn't work out. We all know the same people. And like at the end of the day, even if we weren't siblings and we just all went to the same town, I feel like we would all align with each other because we play similar games. Uh, I don't know. At least me and my brother. Yeah. We are, we're all different game styles. But what's cool about the Caucus Challenge is that there's so many returnees and it's a community of people that will grow over time but at the end of the day having that sibling there could also put just as big of a target on your back want to go back to the viewers because i've got i know he is a janice stan uh dustin says go janice we got the janice love continuing uh we have Kristen. dre is a king over here yes he is and then a random question Random question from the audience to Oscar's comments. Do you think y'all would do as good if everyone were strangers? No hate. I know how the challenge works. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. 
I okay, so I think it would be it would definitely be harder if everyone was strangers. It definitely helps that like we're siblings, but it, like you said, it does put a target on our back too. Like people catch on, like it we're siblings, so people are gonna try to come after us and gut us out. If anything, first before anyone else, because they see that we're gonna try to get as far as we can together. And that's what I don't understand too. Is like Jalen, you probably understand this because you're a game player yourself. When you go into a game with someone that you know and people automatically pair you up or group you up with whatever group you know outside of the game, it's really hard to get that target off your back, right or wrong. So it's not our fault if people don't come after us. No one's sitting there saying, don't come after Dre, Oscar, Namaris. You could try, but don't miss. Like if you swing, don't miss because that's really, that's just really how it works. Just because I'm Dre and that's my brother and that's our sister, that does not mean you cannot try and swing at us because the odds are that if you swing at us, you could take us out. We are not no gods of the challenge. Like we are just as equal as anybody else. I think, I think it'd be a different story if you, if all three of you guys were awful game players. That's like some, like maybe the opposite side is like, no one would have an issue with, with three siblings being involved in the game if they were all awful and weren't threats, but everyone kind of knows you are a threat. It has its pros and cons. Like Janice um, going into the game with JT, did you have any fears that it would put a target on your back? Um, I, I did think that, that that would be a big target on me, um, just because, uh, and I have to credit what credit is due, JT's a good player, like, he's a top competitor, um, and people obviously know we're together, so they know there's going to be an alliance of some sort there, um, but I also felt like, and I said it, and I was corrected on it. But if people were smart, they would probably want to work with me because that means they'll be working with JT too. Um, but we, we never know how things would really play out if that was the case. Yeah, if there's so many dynamics in this game, which, which, which is what keeps it so interesting every episode and what keeps me so excited for every Sunday now just to figure out what happens next. Um, we're left with a cliffhanger this episode, which is something MTV does a lot, which makes me so frustrated. I want to see the elimination. I want to see someone go home, but it ends with a discussion in the trifecta. Uh, Dre, walk us through what were the different thought process. We have three different pairs with three different brains and everyone wants to win. So everyone's going to have their own motives. What was your goal of the trifecta? Well, I don't know if you could see, but I literally have goosebumps because it frustrates me. But anyway, um, I think that there was a lot of, first of all, there was a segment that did not make the cut where Janice kind of snaps on Lance because Lance kept saying like, we have to play, we have to put in a strong team. We have to put it. So Janice was like, are you trying to put in JT? And he was like, no. But like me and Lance already knew that we were going to strike at JT. Like no T, no shade to Janice. She was left out of the loop. But I knew that. Like I said it in my interview. I was like, at one point, she's going to have to cut JT off or there's going to be issues between the team because we are not going to the final with JT. We can go right to before the final with JT. We could go to, to, but we are not going into a final with JT at all. It's not happening Um, unless it's like two guy winners and two girl winners. But um, so there was that little part there. um, And Lance was so adamant on putting Damaris in and we, I was trying to tell Lance, like, it makes no sense to put three, all three of those teams in. They're all aligned. It was Damaris, her best friend, Sabina, and Sabina's boyfriend. That's what we wanted to do. If we put all three of them in, only what from what we know, one of them is going in. So why are we burning bridges with that entire alliance? Like, we had... Ava and Bieto, who had no connections to anyone, plus Ava completely flopped. And um, 
who was the other team that we wanted to put in? And oh, and then he didn't want to say um Jazzy. Deja and Lance didn't want to say Jazzy. So that was like really frustrating to me because watching it back, I'm like, you are saying that you don't want to us to play a scared game and that we're protecting Damaris, but you didn't want to say Jazzy. So obviously everybody's gonna want to protect people. Like he was like trying to make he was saying, um, what'd he say? I don't want to put words in the mouth, but he was like, everybody's trying to play this nicey nice game. It's easy for Lance to, he didn't have a sibling there. If Lance had a sibling there, he would not say his sibling's name. So this so is where it gets difficult in the trifecta. Like I said before, everyone has their own agenda. And so it's really interesting to see the deliberations, kind of like one of my favorite parts, is because you can kind of tell people's agenda based on what they want to do. Um, so we are cut off. We don't know who gets voted in. We don't know who gets eliminated yet. Um, I do have a comment from Lance because, you know, he's watching and his name was brought up and he wants to say a little bit of something. You have to strike. So putting the whole other side in will make sure at least one of them is in, which is, which is true. Like if you, if, if all three of them are up, at least you guarantee one of them, in, one of them is in and this game is pretty divided pretty early on. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I want to end um, these podcasts with whoever the guests are. I want to ask a, a question for you guys each to be able to just like answer something on before we end the podcast. We covered the episode, but I want to. I want you to tell everybody what's one thing because sometimes the edit you don't get to you don't get to choose your edit unless you're Dre, you know. So because he's the one who edits everything. What is one thing that you want the viewers to know about you as a person and as a player as they watch this season? We'll start with Oscar. What's one thing you want everyone to know about you as a player and as a person? Um, so as a player, I am trying to, as a player this season and seasons to come, I'm trying to be a new person, play differently, not play scared. Um, you know, if I have to go into elimination, go into elimination and just really try to keep my cool. I'm not trying to play a dirty game, but I'm not scared to play a dirty game. And as a person, I would say, like, what you see is what you get. Like, I am that, like, a lot of people don't like me, which is fine. Like, I am that annoying in real life. Like, it's not fake for the cameras. I don't hype it up, like, Andrew will tell you, or Demerit, like, I'm that annoying in person, at, like, on camera and off, so. Well, I'm a stand. I'm a stand. Keep being yourself. Keep doing what you're doing, because I love watching it, and I'm ready to see you continue to kill it this season. Congrats on your first trifecta win. That's amazing. Janice, what is one thing you want? Because you got a lot of camera time this, this episode for the explosiveness. What is one thing you want everyone to know about you as a player and as a person? Um, I guess one thing uh, people should know for me as a player is that I I come to win. Like I'm not coming if I'm going out my way to do this. I'm not coming just to, you know relax and whatever. Like I'm coming to actually compete and. If I say anything throughout this challenge is that, you know, I left my mark and I made my mark and I'm not someone to be underestimated. Um, me as a person, I guess, you know, seeing this episode, people can think like, ooh, like, I don't know, we've never seen that from Jeannie before. Like, maybe you have, but like, it's just weird. It's not really her. Um, and I can be the sweetest person. Um, so like that competitive side of me, that's solely when I'm in the game. Um, and it's only when it's carried outside of the game that like it really gets to me. But you know, I'm still I'm still the same Janice that you see throughout the video. Game was game and you come to play and you've definitely already made your mark as a rookie. It's it's episode two and Janice, you made your mark on this series, like every other series you're a part of. And Dre, what is one thing you want the audience to know about you as a player and as a person? Um, I think I'm a little different uh, than Janice. Um, I have two. I'm a Gemini. There's Dre and there's Andreas. 
Dre is there to win. Dre is there to do whatever he's got to do. Dre is the player, okay? Andreas is your best friend. Everybody loves him. Everybody thinks they're going to the final with him. You know, they could have a couple shots with him at the bar, whatever. But I think that, like, obviously, I personally, even though I edit the show, I don't think you guys are seeing everything that I'm doing. I, I really don't. I feel like I haven't seen anybody say like, oh my God, like Dre's doing this, Dre's doing that, which is fine. That means I'm playing, I think that means that someone else could take the heat for what's going on. But I know damn well, like I was, I was running circles strategically around everybody except for Lance. Well, what we do know is that the three of you are safe you're, none of you guys, as we, unless it's a crazy twist, are the first person eliminated. So congratulations to all of you for being safe and in the trifecta and playing the game hard from the jump. Thank you guys so much for being with us. I'm so excited to find out what happens next. And if you're watching um, this podcast and you haven't seen episode two or episode one, go ahead and check out dre.media for more information follow dre media on instagram dre do you want to plug anything at all yeah i want to actually ask you something before you go who do okay. you think is going into elimination who do i think is going to elimination definitely sabina um <laughs> i know i think sabina is definitely going to get nominated i think what two teams do you think will end up in the elimination well, what's interesting is we don't really know the whole format yet um for some reason i think so i would i want to see sabina in elimination because i just she's a, a a amazing competitor and so the fan in me wants to see her compete heated up after that and we also see josh in elimination because he's a rookie and i want to see what he's made of in these challenges and i think that i don't know ava and Bieto. i always say his name wrong um ava and Bieto found themselves on the outs and it seems like the tri trifecta wants to make a big move. And so it seems like the players want to make a big move and they don't have as many connections, which could be good to pick them up and like add them to your crew. But if you already have a crew, they're someone you probably don't want to face in a final um, or in, in, in challenges. So I would, my predictions like Sabina and Josh versus Vito and Ava as a fan, that's what I would love to see, but I have no idea. So I'm excited to watch. All right. Alrighty, and thank you guys so much for viewing. Thank you guys for being here. Um, this is us signing off. See you next Monday. Thanks for having me.